we're live. What's going on, people? This is the Real Talk, Real Walk family, and we are back again with yet another episode. Come on. Another episode where the Faith series continues. Another episode where we brought a special guest to bring down fire. What are you saying? What are you saying, Sam? <laughs> Another episode where we are going to disturb your SoundCloud, Spotify, and your Apple. Oh, yeah. Another episode where the truth will be televised. <laughs> Another episode of Can I Chime In? Can I back, Mike? Another episode of Do You Want to Add to That? Yes. Back with myself, Gabs. Myself, Mr. Game Changer. And your girl, Ore. And we had a Real Talk, Real Walk family. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Now, without further ado, we've got a special guest in the house. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Hey. One of my favourite new passes that I met in the flesh. Like, <laughs> We clicked like a house on fire. I said, Eve, man, go and get that pastor on this thing. <laughs> well, I'm a dead there. You know, I'm a dead there. Mm-hmm. How are you? I'm good, sir. How are you? How's everybody doing? I'm so honored to be on this amazing podcast today. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel, I feel like a celebrity. Like, I've been asked by celebrities to come and grace their stage like this is i'm 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 fangirling right now i'm fangirling so wow wow i'm honored wow that, that means a lot hmm. i'm honored i'm honored no thank you for being here we really do appreciate it man we really do appreciate it oh thank well, you. who else who else can we get to grace this faith series other than yourself man oh you guys are so sweet man i you know i'm just here with my humble self and my humble ways and Pray that the Lord is glorified, you know? We love to see it. We love to see it. We love to see it. <laughs> right, so before we get into the discussion, we're just going to do a quick 10 fire questions that I do with all of our guests that come on. Something quick, something simple, a bit of fun just to get you warmed up, get the juices flowing. Are you ready? I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready. It just depends on the questions because, you know, I don't know. So let's go. Let's see. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's go. I love the energy. I love it. I'm all the way here for it. Ah. <laughs> right. The first question is, would you rather be a mentor or a mentee? Mentee. Ooh. Ooh. How come? Um, Because I just feel like there's always a great posture in learning. And I think that the minute you become a mentor, people think you know everything. And sometimes you can think you know everything. So I kind of feel like if my heart posture is always as a mentee, Life is always going to be exciting because I'm always learning something new. Iman, yeah, Aura, can you hear? She's already preaching, and we're three minutes <laughs> into this. Week. <laughs> me, too. Uh, me, me too. I've uh, I've been recording as it is. Let <laughs> me get my pen and paper, bro. Trust me. Ah, me. I'm a mentee. I'm already learning. <laughs> You're so funny. Well, right. Second one: preaching or teaching. Oh, that's a hard one. That's actually a hard one, you know, because I love them both. Um, preaching. Cool. Northland, Ema, what was that? I said, hmm. Hmm. Go ahead. We'll leave that one for another day. Uh, North, North London or South London? North. 
Chinese food or Thai? Chinese. Tesco wow. or Sainsbury's? Tesco's. Bethel Music or Maverick City? Maverick. <laughs> it's not a problem. It's not a BLM, problem. BLM, BLM, BLM. <laughs> you said BLM, get off. Ah, we have to keep it real. We have to keep it real. Look at your face. <laughs> <laughs> Even Oris and hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right, three more. Sunday service or midweek Bible study? Interesting. Oh, Sunday service. Why? Because um, I like people and not everybody is disciplined enough to do a midweek. Definitely mm-hmm. mm-hmm. hate <laughs> that. <laughs> um, two more. Would you rather 30 minutes with Warren Buffett or TD Jakes? Buffett. Amen. See? <laughs> Please. And the reason the last episode, Pastor Ayo said TD Jakes and it stirred up a small conversation. So now you're saying Warren Buffett. Why Warren Buffett? Because um oh this is gonna ooh, I got no, speak on it, don't worry. I agree with you, sis. Um, because I feel, I feel like Warren Buffett is living and has done something that Hmm. How do I say this? How do I say this without sounding? Hmm. You've already Ooh. said it. I, know. I did say it, right? I did say it, didn't I? You've already there's said a, it. There's a level um, in Warren, um, in, in, in Mr. Buffett, that I think um, not many get to tap into. There's TD Jakes is amazing and I love him dearly. Like, I think TD is the preacher's preacher, the pastor's pastor. But if I'm if I'm due diligent, if I do my diligence in in faith in the word, I I not that I can get to where TD is, but um yeah, Warren Buffett. I don't know how to. I actually don't know how to say this without really sounding kind of uh yeah, Warren Buffett. Let me just leave it at that. <laughs> so a quick question on the follow. Anyone can answer, but just a quick follow up question. Just really really quick one on that. So obviously you mentioned Warren Buffett. Is obviously there's a level that not many has tapped into. The level of Mr. Jakes, how many do you think has tapped into it? No, no. Yup. And I get what you're saying. I do hear what you're saying. Um, I think probably because I'm not looking at TD Jakes from a business perspective. And that Mm. might be the problem. The the problem might be that I'm I'm just late, which even though I know he is a businessman and I know he talks to CEOs and I understand that kind of situation, I do get that. Um, and so maybe it's because my bias puts him into the preaching category. And so mm. I might, do you know what I mean? Like I probably, I probably might be taking for granted his business acumen and ability. Mm. Um, so I would say that probably is my bias, but I still, even with my bias would still say Warren Buffett. Perfect. I'm happy with that. And then our last <laughs> Anybody else want to back me up? Oh, where you at, girl? No, do you know what? I already gave my reasons in the last episode, okay. and your reasons are even much more polite than what I, I straight up just said that 
I'm not necessarily T.D. Jakes' biggest fan. Oh, oh, so she doesn't like his doctrine. Oh, snap. Okay, but you know what? I love it when you say that. I understand. I get what you mean. I get what you mean. I do love what T.D. Jakes preach. Um, that is hysterical. But yeah, I, okay, we're going to keep So on. your reasons were much nicer than mine. So don't worry, I'm not leaving you to get the fire alert. <laughs> I, <thought you> <laughs> <get it first. laughs> I was the polite version. Yeah. <laughs> I love how you must stay quiet for it all, man. Right, yeah, you know. but, yeah, me, I'm, I'm going to just stay quiet and just... No, I want to know. I want to know, Iman. I want to know. Come on, so, Iman. <laughs> for me, I don't I don't feel like... Um, I hear what Warren Buffett has to bring to the table. Okay. And I feel like it's probably just business. Business and maybe... Um, yeah, life. Yeah, he will probably have some life wisdom. He will definitely have a lot of life wisdom, especially mm-hmm. from a, a perspective of of being rich. But I mm-hmm. think for me, um, for someone who will have two sides of the coin, um, that okay. would be TD for me because, yeah, he will have the spirituality bit, but then he will okay. also have the 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 human element of it. So I okay. think that's why he wins. That's why he will win for me. So it's well, not even necessarily a, a bias just because he, you know, I respect him as a preacher, but um, he, yeah, he's, I, I feel like he's both sides of the coin. I hear you. That's, mm. I mean, I get that. Interesting. Interesting for sure. And then the last one, Adra, um, £500 every day for a year or £5,000 up front? <laughs> £5,000 up front. Eh? Really? <laughs> what? I might die tomorrow. Are you mad? Well, that's a good I hear that. Sis, give me my money. Me my te- money. In 10 days, you would have made that. My, my no, Goodness I, I, you what know what? Yeah. <laughs> what no, I'm, I'm just the person that I know. I'm. My husband tells me this all the time. I am, I'm the reckless person. I'm the person that's be like, give me that money, let me go invest it, let me find something to do. I don't like to play with Oh, yeah, let me do 500. What did you say? Every day or every week? To be fair, I did mean every month, but yeah, every, every day. Month. Yeah, he's saying every month. He's not telling me every day. No, he he's first asked every, every day. He first asked every day. Did he say every day? Okay, yeah. sorry. My bad. I thought was, I, in my mind, I thought it was every month. If it's every no, month, no. give me my so money. Your spirit. Wow, your spirit is deep, Ajo. Your spirit is deep because mm. I literally every month. The English just wasn't English. Thank uh, you. You asked, this, you asked the same thing. You asked the same thing in the in the last episode as well. So your English wasn't English in the time. <laughs> well, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're talking to, for me, because I've heard the question before. So for me, as soon as he said it, I just hear, okay, it's a monthly because that's what people always do. They never do mm-hmm. a day. But every month, I'm taking my £5,000 and I'm making my money. <laughs> I hear you. I hear it still. <laughs> Right, so that's it. We're all women. Juices are flowing now. So let's dive into to the conversation. So on today's episode, we're just going to be talking about what is faith. Uh-huh. Um, as, sim- as simple as that. We're just going to be discussing the fundamentals of faith. Um, like we were saying before we started recording, obviously, you know, a lot of people kind of do question their faith sometimes. A lot of people might find difficulties in understanding, you know, what exactly faith is, especially when, you know, things might get difficult or when things might get yeah. challenging within their faith. You know, a lot of questions start being asked. People disappear from the faith. People might have different doctrines and, you know, it can get a bit confusing for people. Whether young or old, um, people kind of go through in some stages where they start asking questions that, you know, your normal person might not be able to answer. So Mm. I think it's definitely definitely good that we're just touching on the fundamentals of what faith is. It sounds simple and it sounds very, 
like Gabs, are we are we really going to be dis- discussing faith? Is that where we are? But there, I definitely do believe that there will be several listeners that will probably be able to relate and and take something from it. So probably just to lay the foundation, I'll probably start with Hebrews eleven one. I'll read it out. The scripture everyone knows. Um, whenever we do talk about faith, is always mentioned. Um, it reads, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance mm. about what we do not see. Mm. So just a bit of a little foundation. So just to kind of throw it out there, just to start off with, how, how, what, what is faith? How, how do we see faith? Oh, it's layered, isn't it, really? And I think, you know, when you were saying about how it's simple, I actually don't think it is a simple conversation because um, I feel like, um, that, okay, let me bring it back. Let me pull it back. Um, for me, if we're going to the simplest definition and the simplest um, execution of it, I just, I feel like we have to look at the trust and the confidence side of it. Um, faith for me, I think, has been something that we have manufactured to be very complicated um, because it's it's that, even like the scripture that you just read, we use that scripture, now faith is, and we and we've used it in such a long time for a way of grabbing and getting stuff that we actually lose the foundation of faith, which is kind of grounding. Um, and so for me, I feel like that confidence, that trust aspect of faith is where we have to begin. Um, for me, faith comes from the standpoint that, yeah, now faith is, but now faith is that place of confidence and trust in God that Mm -hmm. though I may not see it and though it may not feel like it, he is still God and he is still able. Um, And so for me, I think we have to begin at this trust and confidence place um, when we're talking about faith. That's me. That's how I kind of start my journey, if you get what I'm saying. I think that's a great place to start. I think it's definitely a good foundation that's currently being laid right there. So thank you a lot. Thanks a lot for that, Adra. Um, Eamon, how about for yourself? Um, so faith, just a definition. Yeah, yeah. So um, like I mentioned in the last episode, um, the word the word faith um, in the New Testament, the Greek is the word pistis, P-I-S-T-I-S, mm-hmm. uh, which is God's in-birth persuasion. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is very specific. This Because there's, there's a faith for you know, to believe on God for things. But this this faith or what some theologians would call saving faith yeah. is this faith that believes that Jesus Christ is Lord, that he saved us, that he redeemed us, that we are forgiven and that by faith in him and believing in him and trusting in him that we will um, enjoy um, the reward of eternal life post us leaving this earth. And so when Hebrews 11, one is talking about now faith is, mm-hmm. it gives us a long list of people who trusted in God mm-hmm. for the beyond um, things that they would, things that many of them would not see in their lifetime. That's what they were trusting in God for. And so this is kind of like our walk with God. We've never been to heaven before, but our faith in him assures us that what that thing that whatever that thing in the future is we will get there and we will receive that and so i definitely agree with you know sis in that i think we have i think we have overcomplicated it but then also i think we've oversimplified it 
So <laughs> it's a hard, I don't, so I don't know what, what to call that. Um, yeah, we've oversimplified it and we've, we've oversimplified it to, um, in some areas, this is, this is not the only reason why, but for some, they've oversimplified it to make it, to make this concept or this understanding accessible to all and very relatable to all. Mm. We've overcomplicated it because we've now used our understanding, the nuances of life, theology, ideologies, and all of those other things to mm. try and reconcile human reality versus what the Bible says. And that's why faith, I know that might be a lot of big English, but mm -hmm. I'm, what I'm trying to say is that what, what Christians have also done is we've overcomplicated it because when you try and reconcile what the Bible says about faith uh, with and, and, and believing and trusting in God for things to the life that many of us as human beings live on this planet, you'll see, what's this word, this big word, cognitive dissonance. There's a big, there's a big, big gap. It doesn't make sense. And unfortunately, it's just one of those topics that get used and abused. And a lot of the time people always point to uh, like, uh, you know, the preachers that, you know, used to talk about prosperity, health and wealth and all of those kind of things. Mm -hmm. But it's, it, it's on all ends of the spectrum. Um, every, every, you know, denomination or every, you know, stream within Christianity has their own part to play in how this concept of faith has been communicated to the world. Mm -hmm. Some, there are positive, there will always be positives, but at the same time, there has been negatives. And I, I, I just want to make it clear that it's not only because it, as much as um, it's like it's portrayed by certain people, it's not only by, you know, evangelicals or Pentecostals and stuff like that. It's been misused by many other um, denominations with the, within the Christian faith. I just want to ask you a question off the back of that. I know you mentioned um, how we overcomplicate things. You said something along the lines of because of what the scripture says about faith and was it how we how we see life in the natural? Is that what you yeah. said? Or how, how we try and reconcile it with the lives that we're living. That's it. Why do you why do you think we do that? This is a question for for anyone here. Why why do you think we and I and when I say we, I mean we as a as a body as a community. Ooh, I think that sometimes what the Bible says. Actually, no. How do I want to phrase this? I think that sometimes our reality doesn't necessarily always at all times match up to what the Bible says. And what I mean by that is that life is complex. So I it's not to say that all scripture isn't God-breathed and the Bible isn't true, etc., etc. No, that's not what I'm saying. But life is complex and sometimes there are great, great areas that we can't always explain. Mm. And I think because of that, and because we also know that, because we, because in our faith, we believe and know that God is real and he's true. We then try to justify, we try to make our lived experiences match up with what the Bible says, when sometimes it should be the other way around. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, I, like, I like that. Because um, my thought process is this, um, and I heard one of my, I, I call him my spiritual uncle. Um, he would say stuff like, if your faith doesn't work in Africa or your faith doesn't work in China, 
or it doesn't work in a specific space? Is it faith? Um, mm-hmm. And I kind of like what um, what Ori was saying because I feel like when we when we think about faith and kind of like what Iman said, when we think about faith, I feel like we have compartmentalized it into spaces. So we've compartmentalized faith into okay, my, let's say salvation or let's say um, the thing. So, you know, you'll use Mark 11, 24. So, you know, it, you say to this mountain, be removed, 24, 25, all that kind of stuff. And so I feel like we kind of compartmentalize faith. And one of the things that God always speaks to me about, even when I'm in this kind of conversation with myself, is he always gets gets me from that space of Romans um, 117, where he talks about the just shall live by faith. And so for me, I think one of the things that we don't do is we don't discuss what does living by faith mean because I feel like when you live by faith you cover everything that you're talking about so you cover the salvation aspect and the aspect of in the future God and what God is going to do but you also cover the Hebrews 11 you cover the now faith but I feel like we take faith and we we compartmentalize it for situations and we don't actually understand, kind of like what Iman was saying, that persuading of who God is, that persuading that no matter what it looks like, no matter where I am, no matter what the situation is, God is who he is. And my life is not, I'm not trying to get God to fit into my life. My life is fitting into him and what he's called me to be and what it, and what it looks like. So that no matter what comes up, my faith doesn't get shaken in God, because I've tried to formulate it to fit something that I want it to fit. I don't know mm-hmm. if I'm making sense. Let me know yeah. if I'm making sense mm-hmm. or not. Yeah, no. Do you see sense. what I'm saying? And so I kind of feel like that there's just an aspect of faith. So I agree with Iman as well. <laughs> Me and Iman are always back and forth. So you'll see that. Yeah. Um, I agree with Iman as well that we have, we've oversimplified it. We have, um, we've oversimplified it. We've undersimplified it should I say and made it more complex but at the same time I almost feel like we haven't taken the simplicity of what faith really is and really been able to um effectively communicate that because like you guys were saying you'll go to one place and this is what faith looks like you'll go to another place and this is what faith looks like and it's like well wait a minute can is there not a middle ground space where actually the faith that we are talking about carries me from birth till death and mm. i don't have to I'm, I'm not trying to get it to fit something do you know what i mean mm, mm. i don't know let me know if i need to explain it a bit better because i feel like yeah no you're doing good you're doing good i want to explore something that you said you mentioned living by faith now mm. that's obviously something we can't just sweep under the carpet or act like you yeah, block can't sweep it under there. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely something that we can definitely explore and, and yeah. sit on for, for a minute. What does living by faith look like? Ain't that the question though? Mm-hmm. Um, for me personally, and I've been on this journey, um, you know, Iman will tell you I've been on this journey. Um, living by faith for me, I think it's, it's kind of like what Iman said. It's living in this persuasion of who God is and trusting him and having confidence in him um, that he is author, he is finisher, he is um, he is everything. Um, mm. I, I sometimes feel like we preach faith in stuff 
and we don't teach what faith in God looks like. We don't teach what living by faith, living in the aspect where I am persuaded, mm. where literally I get to the space that even if it's the craziest, maddest thing, my persuasion in who he is and who I am in him never shifts. Um, mm. And that my faith isn't, um, my faith isn't, how do I say this? My faith isn't validated by the amount of things I accumulate. My faith mm -hmm. is validated in my persuasion of not moving from the cross because I know who he is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? Hallelujah. <laughs> Man, come in there, jump in there. Come in, Eman, because I know you guys. I, I know I can feel you bubbling, bro. Oh, <laughs> Say no, something. No, no. I know. I know that. I know that the teacher apostle is ready to. No, break no, it down. no. There's times. There's times where you, you listen, and there's times where you speak. That's why I said, me. I'm there. My, I'm on my mentee. You know. <laughs> I'm just recording and taking notes. No, hundred <laughs> percent. I feel like. Right. <laughs> like. Yeah, when we look at like when we look at the Christian faith, it, mm. it's, it was the foundation. That's that's all the apostles had, and I, I'm reminded of of when Jesus is having a conversation with Simon Peter, and this oh. this is probably one of the most profound like Bible stories like in my life or for me, where he's like, "Look, Simon Peter, hmm. the devil has sought to sift you like wheat." But Jesus says, I have prayed. Pray. For what? I have prayed that your faith may not fail you. And then, wait, it's not even done. It's, Jesus says, when you have gone through that testing, Jesus. he then goes to say, go and help your brothers. Mm. Go and restore your brothers. So this thing is like, it's not. And and I was thinking about it, you know, when when I when I saw the title for today, I was thinking about it because I was like, look, like if I if we talk about faith and we talk about the happy clappy stuff and whatnot, it will take you away from what the central point of this faith conversation is all about, or the meaning of what this faith is. Why does why does Hebrews like talk about the heroes of the faith and and the heroines of the faith? Like why why do they speak place emphasis on people who just kept holding on because there's a message for us as believers that it's not just about the getting of stuff but it's about enduring through the things that you go through and that is an art i call it an art because in my personal opinion you being able to go through the trials of life and still be able to trust god and be consistent and not waver in your faith in my opinion that's an art that is a strength that is you can't you can't even get degrees for this. Like it, it, degrees are, are are not even worthy of of people that have walked by faith. Like I've seen people, even during the pandemic, they've lost loved ones, they've lost their spouses, they've lost children, they've lost people that are close to them, and they are still unwavering in the faith. Not that they haven't been challenged, not that they haven't faced moments where they've cried and they've wept before God but they've kept on going because they're like, look, we've lost someone that's there to us. We've lost people around us, but we'll still keep on going because there's something that God still wants to do in and through us mm. or, or us exercising our faith. So we 
when imagine when Jesus says that to Simon Peter. Imagine Jesus now going and Simon Peter in his head is ringing the words of Jesus. Simon Peter, I have prayed for you that your faith will not fail you. I also find this interesting because one of the last things Jesus actually says is, when I come back, will there be faith in the earth? My God. There's not many things Jesus says he's looking for when he comes back, you know. But that's one of the things that Jesus says, when I come back to the earth, will I find any faith? Mm. And it's, this is not the faith. I want, I, it's kind of like what I said before in the last episode. This is not the faith for you to go and buy Lambo. This is not the faith. <laughs> Listen, this is not the faith for you to become a billionaire. This is not for you to become an overnight success. And like I said, all of those things are not intrinsically wrong, but that's not the faith that Jesus Christ is referring to then. The faith that goes through this fight, this, this life that we've lived or that we've been living, through this treacherous, as, as my man said, through this treacherous life, yeah? You've held onto one thing, and that one thing is faith in God, in Jesus, that he is who he is. He does what he says. He's consistent in his nature. And though nature changes, he doesn't. Jesus Christ, the, the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. That's what faith is for me. So when I think of faith, I think of something that Jesus is so concerned about that for someone like Simon Peter, he could say, look, I've prayed for you that your faith won't fail you. And I know we're not at the end yet, but I just want to encourage someone right now mm. that Jesus, just like he was for Simon Peter, he's praying for you. Yeah. And it's a reminder today that Jesus is saying, I've prayed for you, whoever you are, that your faith will not fail you. The Bible talks about Jesus being our high priest, an intercessor. When you feel like your faith is low, just remember this. Remember I said this. And remember, the Bible says this most importantly, that when you're going through these moments, you have someone who's interceding for you. Close your eyes and picture Jesus at the right hand of the Father going, I'm praying for so-and-so. Father, give them grace to endure. Give them the grace to stand. Yes, they've lost their job. Yes, they've lost a family member. Yes, things have gone pear-shaped in their life. Yes, things have, have the pandemic has, has, has wreaked havoc in their life but I am praying for the grace for them to stand. That's what Jesus Christ is doing for you. Mm. And then when you're done, Jesus is saying, now go and restore your brothers and sisters. That's what faith is all about. Mm. As you recover, go and help your brothers and sisters that are, are that feel like they're, they're walking away or feel like they're losing their faith, that feel like they can't stand anymore. That's, that's what this is really all about. So sermon done. <laughs> You said a lot of profound things, bro. A lot of profound things. He did. See, that's what I knew it was bubbling. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to say it because I, I just feel like, you know, obviously I know Gab's heart for, you know, for this theme. Like, you know, this year we've seen so many, this year and last year we've seen so many people, so many more people walk away from the faith. And we've been seeing it for the past, you know, decade or more, but it's been exponential in the last two years. Yeah. So I don't want to come here like, you know, we normally, you know, you know us, we're all about, you know, being real and bantering yeah. and stuff like that. But there's times when you just have to be serious. And for me, my heart, you know, burns and bleeds for those kind of people that are, you know, on the verge because of things like the, the topic of faith. So, yeah. yeah. And because we, we've, mis we've misled them. Yeah. And, and yeah. we've attached faith to things that God is like, mm -mm. like, 
you know, even when you were talking about, there were so many things you said, Iman, that I was just like, ooh, ooh, that's good, that's good, that's good, that's good. Um, but you know what I love about Peter's story? And I know this might sound weird. I love the fact that he walked away. Like, I love mm. the fact that he denied Christ. Mm. And you might think, why? Because for me, that is the epitome of where God meets you. It's that moment where when he says to you, I don't want your faith to fail. What is so encouraging to me in that moment is that though Peter felt like I have done the worst of the worst, like I was with Jesus all this time. And now I'm the one that he, you know, that had all the mouth that was cutting off ears and like, yo, let's mm. take this thing to the grave. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm now the one that's walked away. But the interesting thing is he walked away, but he didn't walk away from Christ. Like you knew that his mm-hmm. heart was still with him because when he heard, you know, he jumps out of his boat. Like, it's like, mm. what the heck is going Like, what are you talking about? He's alive. Mm. So it's, it's this, for me, it's this place. And I think I love what you're saying. And I love the fact that you guys have done this podcast because, and this subject, because I feel like, just like you were saying, we have done people a disservice mm. about what faith really is and what it really looks like. And mm. so what's happened, like, even like what Ori was, Ori was saying, um, people's hopes and dreams have been tied to a faith that is fickle. Mm. It's been tied to a faith that glitters and doesn't have substance. We have taught people faith that that is not lasting. Mm -hmm. You know, when you look in Hebrews 11 and you're talking about these great men and women of faith and you're, you know, by faith, Abraham and by faith, Noah and by faith, Mm -hmm. Rahab and Mm -hmm. all these things, it's so interesting to me that every person's journey was different, but every person had to have a persuasion about who God was. Yeah, that's good. For them to be entered into this space. The mm. the 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 talk about them, it wasn't necessarily the fact of what they achieved or what they got, but it was by faith, because of this. By mm. faith, by their trust and their persuasion in who God was, Noah built. And art, mm-hmm. even in the midst of a generation of people that would have laughed and scorned and mocked him. Mm-hmm. But because of his persuasion in God, he knew how to stand in a place of being misunderstood or standing in a place of this doesn't look like it's going the way it should do. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so for me, I kind of feel like this conversation has to be had because one of the things that you'll look at, and God was showing me even this when I was um, thinking about this conversation God was even showing me like Abraham and he was showing me so many of them. And he was like, it's interesting that let's talk about it. Okay. Cause let's, let's, let's deal with this a little bit. They mm-hmm. were prosperous. They, they mm-hmm. did have stuff. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Let's, let's talk about that just real quick. Yeah. It, it wasn't the fact that they, that things weren't there or they weren't abounding in certain areas or certain things, but there was a promise in who God and what God had told them, that was what? That was greater than the stuff. The mm-hmm. stuff didn't mean anything. Yeah. Their persuasion wasn't in the stuff. And we have taught faith to in, in the sense of being pers- I'm persuaded that the prophecy that God has given me about my wealth is coming to pass, but you have no persuasion in God. 
<laughs> I persuasion in this prophecy about me being this big time person and you know th- but you have no persuasion in god so when right. when the god of the the prophecy the god that you should be persuaded in comes to you and says yo mm. now you're upset and you're walking away because we've lied to you mm-hmm. and told you faith shows up in glitz and glam Right. When faith can literally be, I'm burying my son today. How do I not tell? How do I not turn my back on God? Mm-hmm. Faith yeah. can be, I'm about to lose my house, and there is no one that can bail me out. Sweet. How do I not turn my back on God? Come on. Faith can be for me. My 15 year old daughter's coming in pregnant. Mm-hmm. I'm a pastor. How mm-hmm. do I not turn my back? I'm I'm doing this. I'm out of the house because of you, Jesus. And mm-hmm. my daughter is finding her way out of the house and getting pregnant. And now, how do what wh- what's where's my promise? Come on. Faith is the persuasion that tells me, even though I don't get it and I don't mm-hmm. know what he told me, all things. Mm. Will work together Amen. for the good of them that what love him mm. and are called according to his purpose. Excuse My me. faith, and this is the thing that I have to it's the same thing for faith is not faith if he's not involved. That's good. Mm-hmm. If he's not at the center of it, it's not faith. If your stuff is at the center of what you're believing for, you have a problem. Mm. And it's not faith. That's good. That's good. Faith is persuasion, it's it's confidence, it's trust. In him. Mm. And that's where we've missed it. I feel like that's where we have done a disservice to people. Because now when I go through the trial, I go through the temptation, I go through the heartache. I think God is a liar. Mm. And he's not a liar. Yep. I've done you disservice because I've made you think God is a genie. Mm. Mm. Sermon done. I can't even ask a question anymore. You people have lashed me. Bruh, I'm done. Persuasion in God. No, this I'm is- done. It's alright that she's be for the rest of this. Uh, me, I'm done. <laughs> this is deep. Yeah, I'm flawed. It's deep. I've, I've, I, you know, and Eman knows we've had conversations upon conversations. You know, that's my, that's my, that I literally feel like Eman is my little brother that I just didn't know I had. Um, <laughs> and we've had these conversations, and God's had to, He's had to shift my paradigm because I come, mm. truth be told, guys, I come out of a word of faith movement. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I, you know, I come out of that space. That's where we come from. Um, but I had to learn the hard way. Mm, you're talking it. I had to learn the hard way what faith really is. I had to learn, and, and you know, it always, I, and I'm trying not to tear up, but it always tears me up. I had to learn about God and who he is and the fact that I can trust him. I, I can get into a space where even when you you have to bury a friend's son and you have to um, 
you have to pray that your son makes it home because he's trying to be in a gang and he's doing all these kind of things. And you have to get to a place where your faith is no longer in things that you touch, mm-hmm. but it's in the it's it's in the essence of the of of who he is, like mm-hmm. that the cross and what he's done is bigger than a house and it's bigger than mm. money. Mm. It's, it's, it's the moments when you just, you're at your wits and you have nothing left mm. and mm. you, and you decide I'm not letting go of God's hand. I'm not, I'm not letting go. Mm. I can't mm. let go. If I let go, I'll die. That's mm. what, when he says the just shall live by faith, faith is my heir because my heir is him. Mm. I believe God. I mm. be, that's, that's my, that's it. There's mm. nothing more. Yeah. There's nothing less. I believe him. I believe Jesus. I believe him crucified. I believe that because of what he's done, I am now in right standing with the Father. I believe that God loves me. I believe that he is with me. I believe that this world that I'm living in is not my own, but I believe that who I am in him is accepted in the beloved. And whatever comes my way, Mm. I'm not by myself. Mm. I want to ask you a question. How did you get to that point of belief? Because like Ema mentioned earlier, you know, this year, last year, a lot of people have drifted away from the faith. Yeah. Based on, you know, things happening within COVID, family members, et cetera, et cetera. And we know it's hard to praise God. It's hard yeah. to believe when you're in such situations. It's, mm-hmm. it's hard to praise God when you've just been made redundant and you can't yep. pay your bills. It's, it's yep. hard to praise God when you're questioning your sexuality. Like it's, yep. it's hard to praise God and actually believe in those situations. But yep. for you, with everything that you mentioned, how, how did you get to that point of, I'm still going to believe. I'm still going to stand on a rock. I'm, I'm still going to remain. Yeah, solid. no, no, definitely. I, um, I, and this is going to sound real bad, but y'all know I'm a pastor's wife. I'm a minister. Don't get it twisted. I'm, I'm that person. But I took off the fakeness. Come on. I removed, I removed praise your way through. <laughs> I removed <laughs> pray it. I removed that. I removed it all. And there was a moment that I just got before the Lord and I, and, and real talk, I went in, I said, I am ready to be done with this because it's not making sense. Mm. And it was the minute that I swore a little bit <laughs> and I'm not, I'm, I'm not condoning swearing. Let's, let's do that. Okay. I'm not saying that, but it was the minute that I removed this fake facade. I'm going to just mm. praise Mm. I'm just I'm just, I'm going to do the religious thing that you're telling me to do. Mm. The Bible tells us in um Psalms that he desires truth on the inward parts. Mm. What I found I was doing was I was religious I was religion religiousing, I don't even know how to say it, but I was putting a religious spin on um my circumstances. I was putting a religious spin and 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 acting as if if I dance like a monkey enough, he'll move. Mm. If I if I if I do this enough, he'll move. Mm. And it came to this space where I was realizing I was dancing like a monkey because I didn't believe the God in who I said I believed in. And mm. so I was doing a lot of the things that I was told, but I hadn't experienced him and who he was. And so for me, I had to remove the mask. I had to remove mm. all things that 
And listen to me. Okay. Oh gosh. Let me say it this way. I'm not saying that those things aren't valid because listen to me, I do those things. And now I do those things, but I do them from a different place. Mm. Um, because my persuasion, this is the thing. My persuasion was more in the dance and the prayer than it was in God. Right. Okay. So my persuasion of dance your way through it was more in the, in the fact that if I move my feet quick enough, he'll answer me. And it Mm. wasn't in actually, no, I need to be be persuaded in him. I need to be persuaded in how much he loves me and that I understand and know that even no matter how much he loves me, if life is happening, I'm not alone. And so Mm. I had to kind of recenter and refocus and really get back to the space where I just went back on a journey with God and said, reveal yourself to me. Like I need to know you. And that started happening with my daughter, 15, getting pregnant. And then my son, um, getting, um, expelled from school for trying to be, bring a knife in and, and trying to be in this gang situation. And I just found that God was like, okay, let's, can, can we come to know each other again? And I was like, okay, let's mm-hmm. do that. And, um, and so what happened was there was just an, an unveiling and an un- unmasking of all the religious things I had piled up on top of my life that made me look like a good Christian. Mm. Um, and I, once those were stripped away, there was a vulnerability between me and God that really helped me um, understand what it meant to be persuaded in his love to be persuaded in who he is, to be persuaded in the fact that it's the goodness of God that leads men to repentance. It's the goodness of God that that he is never changing, that there's no shadow of turning in him. I had to journey again with him and I had to almost, I had to almost unlearn um, a lot of stuff that was poured into me um, without relationship. Like, I feel like, Sometimes when we're dealing with faith, why I feel like faith is such an, it's an interesting space to teach on because I don't believe faith in everyone's life looks the same. 100%. So it's kind of like, how can I teach you to live by faith? If faith is a personal relationship between me and the Lord, it's hard for me to say to you, Hey, live by faith. Cause like, I'm not Job. I can't say to you what it feels like to live by faith through that. But I can right. tell you what it feels like to live by faith when your daughter's 15 and she's um, um, gotten pregnant. I can tell you what it looks like when your son is joined. I can tell you what it looks like when your marriage is or when you have no money. I, but I can't, do you know what I'm saying? Every situation yeah, is different for me. I feel like what we sometimes do in the church is we label everything. And so then if you're not doing this formula, then you're not in faith. And it's like, Mm. well, who are you to say that? Mm -hmm. Right. So, yeah. You know, it's good. It's good that you mentioned those situations. Um, I think they're definitely very, very profound. It's good to really understand and see how you get to, how you personally got to that point of having belief in God. Mm. And then them situations are not any small situations to obviously joke around with. They're quite deep and quite severe and probably situations that not many of our listeners have probably ever faced before. So mm-hmm. it's very, very good that you shared that. And it kind of just has me thinking when, when our backs are against the wall, it's either we probably go one of two ways. It's either one, we'll disappear from the faith or two, we'll go even deeper than God, deeper in yeah. God. Mm. And it kind of just reminds me of a time when a few years ago when the doctor told me that I had a swelling on the left side of my heart. Wow. And, and at that point, you know, I'm just a young, I was young, 24 at the time. And I'd never experienced anything before. I'd never experienced palpitations in my life. And I'd literally just finished watching Empire around like 2 a.m. And I thought, oh, maybe it's just my heart is moving because because of the scene I just watched. 
And then it's only when it continues happening for a few days and weeks and it's continued happening at, at night to the point that I was scared to go sleep because I thought if I sleep, I might not wake up again. And and I think when when receiving, you know, a letter from the doctor and a, and a letter saying, you know, I potentially have a swelling on the left side of my heart, it it could have easily turned me away from God. I could have easily questioned, said, God, but why me? But, mm-hmm. but God, you called me to do several things and God, you want me to do this and God, you called me to do that. And so why am I going through this? And mm. how am I gonna how am I gonna spread your name? How am I gonna spread your word if if I don't wake up the next oh, morning? Mm. But it really, really pushed me and I really got down on my knees and I literally just wept and and I really just cried out to God and said, God, it's only you that can get me through such situations. Oh. And I feel when I'm speaking about faith, it's, it's it's that situation that I'm always reminded of of where my faith went from one level to another because I was able to see God at work and Obviously, long story short, you know, I didn't have a swelling on my heart, which was good, and I got the all clear. But at that time, you know, when doctors send you letters and and they say oh. possibly and potentially and oh. it really can shake you up, and it's only at that point when you know you really can have a disappear from the faith, or you just got hold on and 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 really oh. just allow God to really show Himself in you, and and at that point, you, you know that your faith can really can really grow from strength to strength from that point on. Mm-hmm. Oh. Hmm. It's powerful, bro. That's deep. That's deep.